seeing people progress from where they started to where they are now, yeah, it's a beautiful thing to see. That's the most important part for me in training yeah. is that you got to love it. Yeah. Like, you can't just do it for the money. Because yeah. anyone could go in there and do it for the money, but you got to go in there with a the passion for it. Like, I go in there every day. I'm like, I want to help these people. Yeah. Like, I want to make them get to their goals. What's your five-year vision? In five years, I do want to have my own gym. Yeah. So I want to open up my own facility and have my own thing because I love Lifetime, but I do want to open up my own business myself. Yeah. Where? Dope live. Another episode of Adversity Kings. We have a special guest today from my gym. Interested in starting podcasting yourself. Yes, sir. Raphael. Yes, sir. Right. What's your last name? Diaz. Raphael Diaz. Awesome. So have you thought about the name of the podcast? Well, the name of the podcast, I'm still in the works of it, but I want to be similar to what my gamer tag was when I was playing Call of Duty all the time. Yeah. So my gamer tag was Zero Carden. Yeah. So I kind of want to bring it into that environment just so I can bring back my memories of the gaming days. Yeah. So I kind of want to do like zero, like zero talk. Yeah. So it's going to be like zero talk. So it's going to be like podcast. Okay. So it'll be like zero things of like, I don't know, kind of want to make it interesting to anybody. It could be zero of anything. I, I don't care what you want to bring it to the table. Zero, zero, like anything you know yeah so that's kind of like i'm thinking about right now zero talk so what got you interested in wanting to do podcasting oh man the biggest thing is like i love talking to people like once i get going with somebody like i've had so many conversations at the gym for example that i'm talking to someone i'm like dude this could be a podcast right here yeah because i'll be literally an hour in conversation i'm like we should have recorded this yeah like this could be great yeah absolutely and so when you think of the podcasting what's kind of like the intent behind it is it a space to create for you to just record and go back Mm. or like are you looking to impact the audience with just genuine conversation or is Mm. there like any intention of like do you have a direction yeah so for me biggest thing is i want to be impactful with people yeah you know because i listen to other podcasts all the time you know and anytime i hear it i always get some message out of it so i always want to leave a message out there to anybody's listening to better themselves in some way like i just want to be a positive impact to the world Mm -hmm. in any shape or form What's your favorite podcast? Oof. Right now, I got to say, I had to say Raw Talk. Okay. What's that about? Raw Talk. It's um, Bradley Martin's podcast. Okay. And he brings in guests all the time. Yeah. And he's always talking about self-improvement. He's always talking about how to get better himself in the gym in life. Yeah. And he just brings up great topics all the time, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's dope. Well, we should have gave you a script so you would have said this podcast. But <laughs> honestly, <laughs> yeah, no, I love this podcast too, man. Like, yeah. I just got, I saw you guys like two months ago. I was just scrolling on TikTok and I was like, wait a second, I know this guy. I'm yeah. like, it's Tristan. Yeah. You know? And I'm just like, I see this guy every day at the gym, you know? I'm like, yeah. I see him grinding. I see him. And I've seen him before, like, always like, just talking to people at the gym. Yeah. And then that got me interested. I'm like, I need to talk to this guy. You yeah. know? Like, I need to get into this thing, you know? Yeah, that's dope. So I just, run my mouth in front of a camera but Aiden he does everything <laughs> behind the scenes yeah and then I uh I just yelled everybody to hur- <laughs> hurry up and put it out there so uh-huh. but they do everything all caps media mm-hmm. I always like to plug them in they do all my media Aiden Hilmerson Aiden Hillman on IG he mm-hmm. does everything phenomenal work puts up with me which which deserves uh a million dollars <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. in, in and of itself and then um what about so zero talk would be the name of the podcast mm-hmm. what about let's start with before we jump into everything else I want to get into, do you have anything you want to plug in? I want to do that in the beginning of our podcast okay. because uh, bigger podcasts, people will watch all the way through, Yeah, but I don't know <laughs> how many people are watching this all the way through. Yeah. So anything you want to plug in, anybody you want to shout out before we dive in a little more? Yeah, I want to give a shout out to the whole um, Lifetime team, you know, yeah. like everyone there from operations to the cafe, to the trainers, to front desk, like yeah. Everyone, you know everyone there. Everyone's, yeah. everyone's grinding there, you know. Everybody's grinding. Everyone's on the grind over there. So I want to yeah. give a big shout out to them, you know. And shout out to you also for letting me be on the podcast, you yeah. know. That's it's a, a pleasure. It's a big thing. Like, I thank you a lot, you know. It's a yeah. big moment, you know. Yeah, absolutely. So let's uh, dive into your life. So where were you born and raised? Yeah, so I was born and raised um, here in Cicero, Illinois. Okay. And I've been there. I'm still there right now. Yeah. And growing up, I used to be, um, let's say, I wasn't like the best kid <laughs> growing up, you know. Yeah. So I would go through like adversaries. I've been through ad- adversaries, you know, and I've gone through things that's helped me get to where I am today. So let's start with, before we get into the adversity, mm-hmm. where are your parents from and what did they do? Yeah. So they're both in the same town in Mexico. Okay. And they didn't meet until my dad, he moved to California first. And then my mom was already here in Chicago. And then my dad had to move over here to Chicago for work. And then they met here like in 1980 something. Yeah. And they got married and... Uh, me and my brother, so I have an older brother. Yeah. And 
Yeah, that's how it started. How old are you guys? I'm 24. He's 27. Okay, awesome. When's your birthday? January 21st. Let's go. Let's yeah. go. So you're turning 25? Yes, sir. Awesome. I'm turning 24 in 15 days. Okay, let's go. Yes, sir. yes. Yeah. nice. So now your parents, what did they do growing up? Mm. Um raising you guys. So when you were growing up, what were their jobs and what are they doing now? Yeah. So growing up, my dad, he was working in maintenance. So he would go to buildings downtown. He still works there today, but he's a manager now. Okay. And he would just clean up the buildings, make sure everything's set up nicely, you know? Yeah. My mom, she worked at a factory, no factory job, you know, just making sure everything was set with the machinery and everything like that. Yeah. And she also worked sometimes with my dad. So she'll do like double shifts. So she'll Uh. work from like 4 a.m. to 2 and then get an hour break to get lunch and change and then she'd go with my dad. Wow. So she would just go grind, back, grind literally yeah. all day long. So, and then what's your brother do now? My brother, so he's a meteorologist now. Wow. So he works in California. He's in LA right now. Okay. And he works with the whole Monterey Bay area. Oh, wow. And he gets all the weather out to the whole California state. That's dope. So who were you closest with growing up? Like my mom or dad? Yeah. Or anybody. Yeah. Mm, i say closest be probably my uncle. My uncle, he helped me out a lot with just, like, growing up, you know? Because yeah. my parents weren't always there because of work, yep. obviously, you know? So I would always hang out with my uncle. He would always, like, play with soccer with us, you know? Just show me how to work out when I was young. Yeah. So I guess he would be, like, the one I was close to. What's he do now? So he, right now, he's about to retire, but he also does maintenance, too. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Down in the city? hmm Awesome. Yeah. So what were some monumental moments in your childhood kind of going up all the way up into high school and then we'll kind of cover high school yeah. up until now yeah i say i still remember this to this day my eighth birthday i remember this is the best birthday ever i don't remember really why but i remember when i was eight years old my mom brought me home um an xbox mm. so that's kind of like boom that yeah. was like the moment is still in my head i can the remember 360 360 yeah yes sir yeah and i remember i had it in my hand me and my brother like, oh my god it's an xbox ah. yeah and that's like the, one of the biggest memories. And from there, that helped me. Like, I just saw my mom like gave it to me. I'm like, she grinded for it. Like, even yes. in my head, I was like, I was young, but I didn't know what it meant. Yeah. But I was just like, she got this for me. And like, I know what she had to go through to get this. Bro, growing up. I didn't up, know that. Yeah, growing up, Xboxes were like the 360s. Really, any, any gaming system. Both my parents went away. And so my mom raised mm-hmm. us and, and single mother, two, three jobs, grinding yep. just like, like your parents. And, uh, I don't think I got my first 360 until I was 14, mm. maybe, yeah, maybe 14 or 15 in between yeah. there. And I was like, I was like, so, you know, mesmerized, yeah. and just dumbfounded. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that 360, dude, else, Call man. of Duty yes, and sir. all that, yeah. uh, GTAs and all that mm-hmm. shit, that shit was, that was legit. Yeah. So what else, what else was happening? Yeah. So my community growing up wasn't the best community, you know, there's a lot of like, gang violence, stuff like that, you yeah. know, drugs going around, you know. So I was always like, my parents were always very strict on me. Yeah. So like, don't go outside. Like, don't do this. Don't do that. Yeah, and yeah. at the time I was like, oh, why? You know, like, I want to go outside. I want to do this. But now looking back, I'm like, they were protecting me. You know, mm-hmm. they're making sure that I wasn't getting into the wrong things, you know? Yeah. So growing up, I wasn't really like that into like being with other people. I was kind of like myself, you know, just learning, just being on my own. So that's kind of like got into my adulthood. I'm just like, I'm okay with being by myself. Like, I'm not really used to being, like, hanging out with big groups of people. I'm kind of, like, a loner, you know? I mm-hmm. kind of, like, do my own thing, get my things done, and call it a day, you know? Yeah. So, as you get into high school, mm-hmm. what are you like at that point, and how was your high school experience? Uh, in high school, that was a fun time. I started off first, I was a very shy guy. Yes. I would not want to talk to anyone, anything. Yeah. And my mom and dad are like, go do some sports. Okay. All right, just go ahead. And I was okay. I was like, all right, I'm okay with soccer. Let's try yeah. it out. First tryouts, and I made the soccer team my freshman year. Okay. So I was like, okay, I'm pretty good at this. But at the time, I was pretty skinny. I was probably like 120 pounds or something yeah. like that. So I was like, all right, guys, I got to start bulking up a little bit, you know? So I started working out little by little. And then my experience with that, as I got into wrestling, they started getting me to the mindset of, like, the grind. Mm-hmm. So my freshman year, I did soccer, wrestling, and that was it. And then following that into my sophomore year, I started doing cross-country, wrestling, and track. So I kind of let go of soccer just because I had more of a shot to make it into a like state or make it into a national championship with running because I was a really good runner. Yes. And running was kind of like getting into my passion. Yes. I just didn't know it at the time. And that really changed my trajectory of life and how I thought about things because running and wrestling, honestly, the hardest things you could do. It's all mental game. It's all it is. Yeah. And like if, once you start pushing yourself to it, you're like, why am I doing this? Mm. That's how you know. All right, now you're starting your workout. Once you get to that point, like, why am I doing this? Like, nope, now you're going to start. Yeah. A lot of people are like, oh, I'm going to go in there, just do a couple sets of reps, and I'm going to do, like, 10-minute jogging. Nah, that's not, that's not mm-hmm. it. 
you got to get to that point where it's like, all right, I don't want to do this anymore, but no one else is going to do it, so I'm going to do it. Yeah. So that helped me out. And then going to my junior year, I got a couple injuries, so it slowed me down a little bit. But we, me and my um, teammates, we made it to the Foot Locker National um, Championships. We made it to the Nike Regionals. We didn't qualify for the finals, but we kind of got almost close to there. So that's yeah. kind of a big accomplishment for us. Absolutely. And senior year, same thing. We almost made it, but we just didn't make the final push to it. But yeah. Did you wrestle all four years? Just my first two years. First two years? Yeah. And so what was your biggest accomplishments in high school? My biggest accomplishment would definitely be making it to sectionals for cross country and track. And then we'll be graduating close, not, not like in the top of my class, but like getting close to my top of my class. Because yeah. starting off high school, I wasn't the best kid. Yeah. I wouldn't care about school, you know. So my final two years, I finally made a push. I'm like, all right, I'm going to drive myself. I'm going to do this because I want to do this, you know. Mm-hmm. So I got close to getting to that top half of the class. So that was a big accomplishment for me. Yeah. And then accepting the, my first college op- acceptance letter. So I had a couple offers to run, and I decided to go to UIC to go run in college. Yeah, where's that? And here in Chicago. So what's UIC, University? Of Illinois, Chicago. Illinois, Chicago? Yeah. Okay, awesome. Yeah. Is that right in the city? Yes. So do you have a favorite, like, endurance runner? Anybody that you looked up to or anything like that that inspired you? Gallon Rupp. Gallon Rupp? Yeah. Where's he or he's a she? He's a USA runner. Okay. So he's probably one of the best marathon runners, like, for the USA ever. Yeah. And obviously, like, I was, like, wanting to be like him. That was my goal. Like, oh, I won't be like Gallon. I won't be like him. Yeah. You know? And at the time, I'm like, running was everything. Yeah. You know? Like, I wanted to be the best runner ever. And I watched Gallon run his marathon races all the time. And I remember in 2016... Or 2017, he came to the Chicago Marathon, and I was volunteering. Yeah. So I volunteered that race, and I was at the finish line watching all the marathon runners finish up. And like I saw these guys coming in, coming in, and I'm like, I want to do that. Yeah. So in 2017, I ran my first marathon. And in 2018, I ran my second marathon. Now, does, does, does he make a living just from being a marathon runner? So he has sponsorships, you yeah. know? But for the most part, it's all sponsorship based. It's yeah. just being a marathon runner isn't like his bread and butter. Okay, I was you gonna know? say that. Yeah. I don't know if like if you can live off of. Yeah. No. Okay. Yeah. So what about so for the running and building up that endurance? So Gallon Rupp was like probably more of the influential people or person that influenced you with running. Then, yeah. Right. Yeah. So I know I follow this one dude on Instagram. He's really cool, Cameron Haynes. Cameron, I've heard yeah, of him. He's yeah. always running, dude. Yeah. But he does more of like the ultra marathons, ultra, yeah. and he's a he's a hunter. So he more so does it for like that back backwood hunting yep. where he's just trekking and hiking all through yeah. the woods. It's really sick. It's really yeah, dope. I've seen him before. David Goggins, you guys. Are I was probably, about to talk to him yeah. about him too. Yeah. David Goggins going to college, he changed my mindset a lot in college. Yeah. Because he's like, in college I thought I was like top notch. Oh, I'm going to walk in here. I'm going to be like yeah. the best in the block. No, I got humbled real quick. Yeah. I was like, I'm nothing. So yeah. I got to be like, all right, I need, I need more motivation. I need some more drive. Watching him gave me that drive. Right? Yeah. So did you watch him all through, through college oh, yeah. to help you? Every day. So what was the college experience like then? My college experience, I was a commuter. So it would be about two hours every day. So one hour to get on the train and the bus to school, one hour again to train the bus back to home. Yeah. And I would be at school. You could, every, anyone watching this, all my friends, they could fact check this. I was there at 6.30 a.m. every day, and I would leave at 1 or 2 a.m. every day. Wow. And I would get back home, sleep, repeat. Every wow. day. I would be there all day long doing my homework, studying, working out. Yeah. One or the other. Wow. Yeah. And so how quickly did you get through school then? Oh, uh, four years. Four years? Yeah. And so you have a bachelor's in then what? I have a bachelor's degree in kinesiology, exercise science. Okay, awesome. And so what, what was there anything monumental in the college experience that kind of helped formulate you and make you who you are? Yeah, definitely would be when I stopped running completely. So my first two years I was running still. And... Running was my biggest, like, life accomplishment. Like, I'm a runner. That was, like, my identity. Yeah. And then once I gave up running, I had to figure out who am I now. Yeah. And that was, like, my next step. Like, what do I want to do? What do I want to be? Who would I want to be? You know? Mm-hmm. And I remember sitting down in, well, we have a little room in UIC. It's called ASAP. Mm-hmm. And right there, you can do, like, all your homework. You get help with the professors, whatever. I was sitting there yeah. doing my homework. And I'm just like, what am I going to do in the next five years? Like, what? What am I really going to do? Like, what is this degree going to help me with, you know? And with that, that kind of changed my mindset to like, all right, I need to start looking into how I'm going to change myself. What am I going to do to help myself in the future? Yeah. And I kind of changed my moment, like my whole life. So you graduate college and then what's your life look like from graduating up until now? Yeah. So funny thing, when I graduated college, it was in the middle of COVID. Okay. So I, that last semester, 
it was all online. Okay. So graduating from college, I'm kind of like still we're all locked down and everything, you know, couldn't really do much. So I started working at UPS. Because uh-huh, UPS, UPS. Yeah, UPS was the only place I was hiring. Yeah. So I was like, all right, let's do it. You know, why not? And then from there, I was there for about five, six months. And then I was like, all right, I'm tired of this. I'm like, I can't yeah. do this no more, you know? And I was just looking at Indeed and LinkedIn and everything. Were you a loader or an unloader? I was a loader. Yeah, I was a loader. A loader's fun, right? I don't know. It's fun time. I, I worked there like two years, so yeah. like yeah. that shit's draining. I, I don't know. know how it is out here, but... No, yeah, it's, it, it's not fun. In Pittsburgh, yeah. it was... Hot trailers, yep, 53 same. foot mm-hmm. trailers, and uh, you just get yelled at all day to load faster. Yeah, basically how it goes. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. I was like, two years of that was was nuts. Yeah, I know. Respect to that. Yeah. Six months, I'm like, I'm tired of this. Yeah, bro. You know? That's insane. That Respect to the, because they're union. So yeah. like, respect the people that have been there 20, 30 Absolutely. years. There's so many people there Absolutely. that have been there 20, 30 years. Mm-hmm. And they're just that, that old union soul. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, I earned my way, <laughs> yeah. son. Enjoy it. Yep. You know, that was my reminiscing feeling of, of UPS. Yeah. So what were you what were you saying after UPS? Yeah, so I was looking at Indeed and LinkedIn, yeah. and I found Lifetime. That's where I found Lifetime at the time. And they weren't hiring personal trainers yet because yeah. they kind of already had, like, their set group. Yep. So I just had to get my foot in the door. So then I applied to work in the cafe. Yeah. So I started off at the cafe. And then that's where I got my, supervi- my supervisor role. And I was there as a supervisor for the first... Four months of the cafe. Yeah. When we first opened. And that's where I started meeting you. Yeah. I started meeting all your guys there and everyone. I started meeting people just being in the cafe, being friendly. How long has it been open? Two years? It's been a year now, dude. Lifetime? Yeah, since last April, 2021. Wow, that is true because I worked out at the UFC gym my first year here because I moved here October of 2020 Mm -hmm. and opened my business essentially January 2021. Mm -hmm. So January, you said it opened? April. April of 2021. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so for... Almost a whole year, October till April, I was working out at the UFC, the UFC gym. Nice. And uh, that, yeah, so I've seen, I've basically somewhat known you yeah. since uh, since the existence of Lifetime. Yeah. A year and a half? Year and a half, now you're back. About, yeah. yeah. Wow. That's insane. So I you know. worked your way up, got your foot in the door, mm-hmm. and then after being a supervisor in the cafeteria, what, what opportunity was presented to you next? Yeah, so I was just talking to Brian. He's the PT manager there. Yeah. And I told him, like... Which one's Brian? Brian's a super tall guy with the glasses. I thought that was Matt. Uh, no, so he's the one with the short hair, not the long hair. Who's the super tall guy with short hair? Short hair, dark, short hair, glasses. Usually comes in around 9 o'clock. Is he the buff black dude? No, not him. Okay. No. You'll see Brian. Yeah. Yeah, he usually teaches Alpha on Tuesdays at 9 o'clock if you guys want to come in. Yeah. Alpha at 9 o'clock. Alpha sounds hard. Yeah. I did, I've done uh, one of the warrior sculpteds. Oh, yeah. And I feel like if Alpha's like a faster pace than that, I, I will die. <laughs> yeah, Alpha's a fun class, dude. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, okay. Now I know you're talking. Alpha's upstairs where upstairs, they yep. oh, they take up all the, the, the squat racks. Yes. Yeah, that's yeah. my least favorite. I know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay, so you start talking to Brian, mm-hmm. and then how's that go? Yeah, so I tell Brian, like, hey, Brian, like, are you guys looking for trainers right now? Like, I have my degree in kinesiology, exercise yep. science, you know? He's like, oh, I didn't know that about you. He's like, yeah, right now we're not looking for anyone, but once we get the next round of hires, like... Put you on a wait list. Exactly. Yeah. So I just had to wait it out, really. Okay. That's all it was. So how long was the wait? Uh, it was about a month and a half. Yeah. A month and a half? Yeah, about, yeah. Okay, so you're seven months in, and now you've been almost, what, seven months as a trainer? Seven, uh, eight, eight nine, well, no, actually, no, it's been a year now. Uh, almost a year? A year, yeah. How's that been going? It's been great. It's yeah. been a great experience, honestly. Like, I love it there, you know? It's a good time, good people. Yeah. And my clients, I love them so much. Yeah. Like, seeing people progress from where they started to where they are now, Yeah. it's a beautiful thing to see. That's the most important part for me in training, yeah. is that you got to love it. Yeah. Like, you can't just do it for the money. Yeah. Because anyone could go in there and do it for the money. But you got to go in there with a passion for it. Like, I go in there every day. I'm like, I want to help these people. Yeah. Like, I want to make them get to their goals. Yeah. Because it's important because people need goals in their life. Yeah. Because if you don't have any goals in your life, it's like, what are you doing? Yeah. You know, you're just kind of drifting through the wind, you know? So do you more specialize on the exercise or do you have like nutrition advice that you give them as well? For me, it's more on the exercise. Okay. You know, I'm trying to get more into the nutrition side. Yeah. You know, but right now it's more the exercise and the lifestyle. Okay. So trying to help their lifestyle changes and their exercise changes. So where do you feel most passionate when it comes to the exercising? Is there anything specific, like details or things mm. that you feel like puts you, like what makes you more unique? Why would somebody mm. want to work with you? For me, it will be my attention to detail to what they want. Yeah. So a lot of times trainers come in and they're like, all right, we're going to do this, this, and that. They don't really listen to what yeah. the person wants to do. So for me, I'm like, I listen, I curate what they want, and then I listen to what they're doing outside of life too. Because a lot of times they can't come in like every single day. Yeah. Like, I know a lot of people can, like you, obviously, you can come in every day. Yeah. But a lot of people, like, they have things going on in their life. obligations. You know, exactly. 
And I tell them, like, all right, I'm going to give you homework to do. So I give them homework. Like, all right, I want you to do this. And I'm going to check up on you. Like, did you do your homework? Yeah. So I'm always kind of like checking up on them, making sure they're doing things and just making sure that they're happy with what they're doing. You know? Yeah. yeah. What's your five-year vision? In five years, I do want to have my own gym. Yeah. So I want to open up my own facility and have my own thing because I love Lifetime, but I do want to open up my own business myself. Yeah. Where? Uh, definitely, it would have to be in Texas or Florida. Yeah? Yeah. Why Texas or Florida? Just because, for one, taxes. You know, yep. taxes are very low there and you can open up a business easier, yep. you know, compared to here in Illinois. And the market there is just huge. You know, mm-hmm. people love fitness in those areas, you know, like in here in Illinois, it's a big community still, but the market in, in um, Florida or Texas is just like, you can go anywhere. Like, oh, I want to do fitness. And yeah. it's just there, you know? Yeah. So what about outside of career? Mm-hmm. What's the five years look like? So obviously living mm-hmm. in Texas, but is, is there any family and mm-hmm. monetary vision, how yeah. much money, cars, anything like that? Yeah. So for me in five years, I don't plan on being married yet. You know, I'm still kind of young. Mm-hmm. And for that, I would say if I am in a relationship by then, you know, I'll be happy with it. But I want, I would want to be with somebody that's also driven and yeah. they want to make their own living. You know, yes. I don't kind of want to be like, up here and she's like down here. I want to be leveled. You yeah. Know? We both got to be driven. We both got to want to make something out of something, you know? Yes. And for cars and stuff, I'm not really big on like having supercars. Yeah. You know, me, I'm a classic. If I have my Mustang, I'm happy. Yeah. You know, I'm okay with that. I love old, old classic cars. Exactly. Too. Yeah. 67. Yes, sir. Mustang. Shit yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. That shit's hard. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. What about now adversities? You were talking about you've gone through many adversities. What's, what's the hardest adversity you've gone through up until this current moment in your life? Hardest one definitely would have to be being on. Um, so in college, you kind of like put on this list of like watch because of like your grades and like stuff wasn't like working out. So my first two years of college, I was like not putting in the effort I had to put in for school. Yeah. I was kind of just focusing on just like my well-being, like working out and stuff. Yeah. And I was letting my grades like drop. Yeah. And I had a conversation with my counselor. She's like, look, if you don't get your grades up, you're going to kick you out of the program. Yeah. You know, and at that point, it was kind of like my rock bottom. And yeah. I was just like, what am I doing? Like, how do I get out of this? Like, what do what life changes do I have to do, you know? And from there, I cut off people that I had to cut off. I stopped doing things that were bad for me. And I just fully put a full throttle into just my schoolwork and just my working out. And that's kind of like the hardest thing for me because like a lot of people, they can't cut off those like toxic people in their life. And that's something that everyone needs to do. Mm-hmm. Just cut them off so it's for your betterment, basically. Yeah. So you overcome, obviously, the adversity of, I'm at rock bottom. I might potentially lose my you know, future career-building mm-hmm. yeah. opportunity by utilizing your educational, yes. you know, obviously, college and such. Mm-hmm. But so from, from moving into that, into where you're at now, how has that helped shift maybe mm-hmm. your perspective? Yeah, so anytime I talk to anybody, I always think of like, all right, what are they talking to me about? Yeah. You know, like I go into conversation with people always with an open mind, like, okay, what could this person bring to the table? You know? And if they're just gossiping, if they're just talking smack about other people, I'm like, all right, I don't really want to keep you around. Yeah. You know, it's like, I don't really care. You know? Yeah. But if I'm talking to someone and they're talking to me about their business, talking to me about their vision, I'm like, okay, there's someone I want in my life, you know? Like Jorge. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. The Jorge, every time I talk to him, it's a two hour conversation. Yeah. Every time. Yeah, he. I got. <laughs> I got to be careful sometimes. Yeah, I get sucked in, and yes, I'll be getting show showing back up to the office late. So, <laughs> yeah. but I completely yeah. agree, man. I, I think a lot of people don't take into consideration of like you've got to eliminate toxicity mm-hmm. within your control. You yes. know what I mean? And so it's like if it's within your control, sometimes you can't control your environment, but you can always control your mind. Yes, and so your I participation agree. and and how you perceive and and allow these thoughts right. to ultimately be created in your mind and then where they go from there. You know, mm. it's like you can extinguish the thoughts or you can participate and entertain right. negativity or, or excessive emotions. Right. You know what I mean? I posted something today in regard to just having emotional control because if you don't, whatever has emotional control over you is your master. You yeah. know what I mean? It's, it's yeah. in control of you. I so agree. I think a lot of people, they don't realize that and they don't, leverage it where you can utilize emotional stability and emotional control. You have to, Mm. if you don't stabilize and utilize it for your advantage, it will destabilize your life and it will take advantage of you and your life. I agree. And you see that in everybody. You know what I mean? It's either people have control or they don't have control and then they make, you know, 
reactive decisions mm. to temporary emotions, and then it creates permanent results that they're stuck in. It's yeah. like that's you're the, stuck in this life now. That's the one. That's the part right there that you're stuck in. I've seen it too many times with my friends from back in the day that they get stuck in a situation because they allow themselves to because of their emotions, and they're still stuck there in, to this day. Yeah. And they think that it's perfectly fine. But it's like, brother, like, it's not. No. You know? Not it's not fine. fine. Yeah. You're going to ruin your life. Literally. So, yeah, bro. Dope. So what about hobbies outside of your life right now? What yeah. do you like to do mm. just to stimulate your mind and make you feel good? I started reading a lot more. Yeah? Yeah. Reading self-help or fiction? What do you like? Yeah, self-help. Yeah. You have a favorite book so far? Right now, it would be David Goggins' book. Yeah. yeah. I got it back there. Can't Hurt Me? Can't Hurt Me. Yep. Yep. Great yep. book. Yep. Started reading that one again. And I also have read... um. Uh, Gary V's book yep. as well. Which one? Crash uh, Chatterbox? Crash Chatterbox, yeah. Great book. That one, yes. Give, give, give. Yes, sir. Anything else? Anything um, on the radar? Right now, I have a new book called Light Arc. Yeah. That one's kind of like a fiction book. You know, it's kind of like a Harry Potter style. You know, yeah. I love Harry Potter growing up too. Yeah. And I just want to read that one just to have a different, like, you know, stimulation in Let's my talk about movies. What, well, so you loved Harry Potter. What else? Uh, Marvel. Marvel. Marvel all guy. Marvel. All same. Marvel, yeah. yeah. DC too, though. I love DC. I love, yeah, I, li- I have a very low standard when it comes to movies. Like, yeah. I like pretty much, like, all action movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, my buddy sent me a TikTok yesterday of them closing out phase four yes. of Marvel with Black Panther, mm-hmm. Wakanda, yeah. forever, right? Yes, so sir. are you excited about that? I am. I really want to see these movies because just because growing up, I remember watching the first Iron Man with my dad, and I'm yeah. just like... Where has this gone now? Yeah. I just look at it. I'm like, where are we now with these movies? I'm like, I, I remember someone told me that Marvel Universe is the most expensive TV show of all time. Yeah. Because every episode is a movie. Yes. You know? So every time I see it, I'm like, all right, I want to see what's coming up next. My biggest thing is how long can they keep this up? Right. You know? like, Well, they got at least up until phase six. And right. that'll take us up until like early 2025. I know. That's so, crazy, dude. The, some of the movies and everything coming out, I'm I'm really excited. Me too. More Avengers movies and yes. shit like that. So the Thunderbolts, I saw that. I was rewatching Thor. Oh yeah. Last night, have you? Did you like Thor: Love and Thunder? It was okay. Yeah, I gave I, it like a seven. Yeah, that's what I was no. thinking. I was like, it's. I didn't like. I think it was a little too cheesy. It and was like comical. Like yeah. I like more of like the. But I mean, with Disney involved. I guess you got it. They have to yes. somewhat appease to like so they can hit a wider mm-hmm. range of audience. But I, I don't know, dude. I really like the that like really gory. Like the uh, you watch the boys. The boys. I have not on Amazon Prime. You gotta not. watch the yeah. boys, dude. I watched it's it. So, it's so good. Yeah, it's so good. That's kind of like more so like my what I like for like for super like just the raw like yeah. I want to see like you know just blood and gore. That's kind of why I like DC though. Yeah, DC. DC's a little more dark. rough. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. How'd you like Morbius? Eh, I was kind of fifty fifty about it. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of liked it. You did? Okay. <laughs> I was telling me it's good. Yeah. I was telling you, you like it, yeah. But I have I have low low movie standards. Yeah. So all Marvel. What what, what else? Marvel, DC. Mm. Anything else? Um, Star Wars. Love Star I love, Wars. Like I have a Lego set in my room. I have the I have the X wing and I have the Star Destroyer. Yeah. In my room. I'm gonna have to get that. They're yeah, just, they fun, just sound dude, fucking like, awesome. Like oh my god, I have so many. I have so many little ones too. I'm just yeah. Like, I don't even know where I have them anymore. But they're probably in my basement somewhere. Yeah. But I remember ma- building the Star Destroyer took me four days yeah because i'll be like fixing it up and then oh i messed it up oh, i gotta do it again oh, i gotta put it back together it's like a whole like yeah it, it's fun because your brain's like oh my god i'm building something you know yeah that's what i love about legos yeah yeah legos are like my favorite thing to do ever yeah so that's like a mental stimulation yes. for you i like chess um i feel like i would i would get into like puzzles or something legos i don't think i'd have the patience i would i would want them built yes you know what yeah. i mean F- like for me like that's the, that's the fun part having them built already yeah having them built already that yeah. see that it's kind of like it's kind of like uh when people just want the outcome at the gym yeah but they don't want to go through the workout the grind, the pro- yep. like that's the best part mm-hmm. you know what i mean is like that's suffering and then it's it's days later of and and it's very micro in the gym people mm-hmm. don't realize it's, it's more so diet and right, nutrition yeah. that's more of the macro but mm-hmm. um yeah, that's the best part is the suffering. I think a lot of people, so it's like, but me, no, I'm not going to suffer for the Legos. But <laughs> yeah. but they're dope. They're absolutely dope. You know, with chess, you should probably play a game with Chase. Which one's Chase? Chase, he's the bigger guy, redhead. Yeah. Yeah. He's good at chess? He's claiming he's the best at chess. Yeah. So if you I'm going to have to ask Tommy. Yeah. I'm going to have to see. Yes. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have... Everybody there, they you got. Do you guys do anything like uh, like team building or anything like that outside of work? Or is it everybody oh, yeah. like? Actually, we do. Now, when you're yeah. trainers, is it is it you make your own schedule or is there set times you guys have to be there? There's set times, but you can adjust your schedule. Okay, yeah, 
Okay, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. That's dope. Because I always see like sometimes like people pop in, pop out. Yeah. I'm like, I wonder if they have like a set schedule mm-hmm. and then like how that works. Yeah, so you have a set schedule. Yeah. But let's say like someone wants to come in at five o'clock. Yeah. But you're here from six to two. All right, just clock out an hour early, come back later, clock in that hour and boom. Okay. You're good. Dope. So back in the movies, do you mm-hmm. have a favorite show? Any favorite shows? Oof, favorite show. That's a tough one, man. For me, it would have to be that 70s show. That 70s show? Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. was a good show. I would love that one. Anything new? Like no new shows? New shows. Stranger Things, anything like oh, yeah, that? Oh, Stranger Things is amazing. Yeah. I love Stranger Things. Fire show. Stranger Things, I remember I watched it before everyone got into the hype. For real? I was watching it, and I remember no one was watching it back in, like, I think it was 2016 when it first came out. Yeah. And I remember watching it, and no one talked about it. Yeah, yeah. I was just like, oh, this is a good show. Yeah. And then a couple years later, everyone was talking about it. I'm like, oh, look at that. Yeah. You know? Everyone, like, kind of bangwagon, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So outside of movies, Legos, is there anything else, like hobbies mm-hmm. or things that you like that, mm-hmm. like, just stimulate your mind that you have a passion for? Yeah, definitely be photography. Photography? Yeah, I was kind of telling Aiden earlier that I was kind of, like, really looking into, like, Getting a camera, starting yeah. to do like the podcasting, everything. Yes, you're gonna I have really, to. Like, I love doing like videos. Like, yeah. I make little TikToks too. Yeah. And I love making TikToks too. Like, yeah. they're just so fun. Like, yeah, people say, oh, it's cringy, whatever. I don't really care. Yeah, no. You know, like, I like making them because I could test my skills with like how to use a camera, yeah. you know, what angles to use, like, yeah. how to get these shots. And like, it's cool to me. You know, yeah. that's what I like to do as well. And you can document for yourself. Exactly. It's gonna be so cool to look back 10 years from now and mm-hmm. just have doc- like a documentary you've created. Right. You exactly. know, just going back and I lo- I always check my, my memories on my social media platforms yes. just yeah. to see, you know, where, where I've come mm-hmm. and in comparison to where I was yeah. and, and seeing, you know, where can I do better? Where have I done better? Where yeah. have I done worse? And uh, it's really cool. You know what I mean? Especially to see yourself just physically grow. It's yeah. like, man, you look like a kid back then. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you know, and I'll probably think the same thing five years from now. Mm-hmm. So it's all it's all really cool and unique. What about favorite foods or restaurants? Uh, definitely for favorite foods, it's a little uh, pizza place by my hometown Cicero called Paisan's Pizza. Yeah, that place spot on. I can say without a doubt, best pizza in the country. Paisan Pizza. Paisan's Pizza. I'm gonna put it in my notes. I hear every 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 person I have on has a different place. Yeah. So we gotta we're gonna have to get to the bottom of this. You gotta go there, man. I've been going there for years. I've been to different states, had pizza in different states. Nothing comes close. How do you spell it? Uh, P a i s a i n s. P-A-S-S-I? P-A-I. Oh, P-A-I? Mm. S? A-I. Paisans. A-I. Okay. All right. Paisan pizza. What else? Anything else you love? Think that's amazing? Uh, definitely. Oof. Even, uh, what was the name of this place? It's right by UIC. Uh, it's this little burger place. Little burger hot dog place. Oh my god, I can't remember the name right now. It's right by UIC. But that place, every time when I was in school, I would go there, get my burger, and go back to study. Like, it was a spot to go. That place basically fed me the whole four years. Yeah, yeah, literally. Let's go. I think. Uh, I think I ate rice. What did I eat in uh, high school? I think I ate the minute cups of rice mm-hmm. and biscuits and honey. Nice. Through high school. What else? There had to be a bunch of champions right there. Yeah, dude. There had to be some at least some source of protein. But I was yeah. like 140 pounds all through high school. Yeah, I feel you. Me too. Yeah, yeah. I was like small. There had, maybe I had bologna too. We Ooh, were bologna cheap. sandwich? There you go. Oh dude, no, we were real cheap. It was yeah. probably like bologna, right? It was either hot dogs and rice, bologna and rice, mm. or and then honey biscuits. Mm. And that was like all I ate, all we could afford. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever tried having uh tostada with ketchup? Uh I'm not too familiar with the differences. So a tostada, is that like a taco, but it's got the The, bread? So it's basically a taco, but hard. Okay. A hardened taco. But isn't it like a a slice of pizza taco? Uh, Similar. Right? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? It looks almost like this. Yes. It looks like that, yeah. Kind of like, okay. Yeah. So I just had like one of those like for Mm. the first time ever. And it was from a place right down the road. Okay. Nice. And it was fire. It was phenomenal. Yeah. Growing, growing up, for me, I just had tostada and ketchup on top. Yeah? That, that's it. I'll just eat it like that. Okay. That doesn't sound bad. It's pretty good. Yeah, it doesn't sound bad. What's fire. I like the hot dogs, mac and cheese a lot Oof, growing up. Yes. Just cut up hot dogs. Craft? Craft, mac and yes, cheese. Yes, sir. 
I think that'll probably forever go down in history as the best mac and cheese in the world. It's probably just all chemically crafted. Basically, and yeah. Horrible for you, but <laughs> I absolutely yeah. loved, loved. I'm a sweet tooth guy. Mm-hmm. Horrible, horrible sweet tooth. So what's your favorite candy? I'm a dessert, so I'm more of a... I love, I love acai. I love yellow Gatorade. Um really any desserts more mm. so like not the chocolates mm. cookie skillets though okay. cookie skillet like skillet cookies mm. anything like that anything in a skillet mm. dessert you know with a with a good vanilla ice cream is like a definitely yeah. definitely a go-to lemon meringues mm-hmm. coconuts have you tried the acai bowl at lifetime yet i haven't because mm. there's one i really really love mm. and i like don't want to like waste my my taste buds yeah. if it doesn't compare okay. is it really good does it have a good review you, you gotta get the rafa style my style yeah the way i made it yeah i made it differently what do you how do you make it so originally they get the acai they blend it and then they pour it out you know in the yeah. bowl me i kept the acai balls intact yes so that's how i kept it like a ball like ice yes. cream literally yes and then i'll put the coconut the granola the strawberries the blueberries all nice and lined then i'll get chocolate isolate protein drizzle it on top put the peanut butter on top you can put cinnamon on it, and then you're set. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds fire. I do, uh, I keep peanut butter and honey, mm-hmm. and then I just order a little acai bowl mm-hmm. off uh, DoorDash. Yeah. And uh, a little bit of granola, peanut butter, and honey, and that's that's it. There you go. Uh, I do miss the, the coconut, though. Co- good coconut flakes is fire for it's the fire. acai. Yeah, it is. You shouldn't go without it. Mm. So, dope. What about uh, anything else on the top of your mind? That you want to share, talk about, dive into, share with the audience. Yeah, for me, it'd be like your company, man. Like, I've seen it. Like, yeah. So, past year, like, I've seen your guys always talk about it. I see you talk about it all the time. You know, I'm yeah. kind of interested about it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, I've been selling life insurance since I was 18 years old. And then I got a franchise ownership opportunity almost two years ago. Mm-hmm. And with us, what se- sets us aside from any other franchise is mm-hmm. you don't buy this franchise, mm. you earn a franchise opportunity. So you like earn a slot mm. based off of results. You know what I mean? So did very well. My, my first two and a half, three years earned a slot and got to partner with my uh, previous owner, Simon mm. Arias. And he comes out once a quarter. You guys see him, you know, if you're, if you're Same. there and uh, yeah. he looks like Pitbull, you know what I mean? So he's mm. bald yeah. uh, and uh, bring him in. So, mm. But yeah, we've been partnered out here now for two years and you know, it's life insurance industry is pretty simple. Well, specifically with our company, it's very mm-hmm. simple. We just sell the life insurance product and it's very, very simple product. Yeah. You know, so we don't do a lot of complexity in regard to like our products mm-hmm. and what it is we have to offer, where some other companies and like brokerages do. Yeah. And uh, that's pretty much it. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah I always see um I forgot his name. Rob. Rob, yeah. 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 I see him. Now I see uh, last year, the guy with the curly hair. I forgot what his name was. Kind of like uh, African looking? Yes. Yeah, his name his name was MJ. MJ, yes. Yeah. I remember MJ. He, he went into solar. Always. I, remember, I seen him. I follow him on Instagram still. Yeah. I see him. I'm like, what is this guy doing now? You know, yeah, like, he went into impressive. solar. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I remember MJ. Cool kid. Yeah, I like him. Yeah. Yeah, man. I love sales. I think everybody should get into sales. I, I always tell everybody, life is 100% commission. Mm-hmm. You're going to get into this life what you put in. You're going to get out of this life what you put into this agree, life. Yeah. And so I always tell people, it's like, maybe you're not being compensated for it, mm. but I would certainly choose to be compensated for it because you're going to be treated and you're going to be, you're going to build your life in correspondence with what you put into it. You're already on a hundred percent commission life. You might as well just set exactly. your, set your compensation up to match it. Exactly. So I, I tell everybody they should, you know, go into the entrepreneurial world, go build a business, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And go get into sales, whatever mm-hmm. it might be, because you already are getting paid 100% commission. Yeah. You know what I mean? The value you bring exactly. to the world, to the circle that you're in, is is directly what you're going to get, if not more, mm-hmm. and value that you receive. Yeah. But do you think that people don't get into sales or don't get into entrepreneurship because they think that the market is saturated nowadays? I think it's. I think that would be a perspective, mm-hmm. but I don't. I think. I think for a majority, it, it starts in the mind. Mm-hmm. I think it's just a lack of proper thinking. Mm-hmm. You know, I think there's there's a lot of short term thinking, and more so. I don't want to say mediocre thinking. Mm-hmm. I just think it's inc- It's 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 non open minded thinking. Mm-hmm. You know, and it, it's not necessarily anybody's fault. More so, a culture mm-hmm. and a segment of society. Because anybody that you talk to making 500000 plus yeah. a year, 
their children and their children and that that whole group, their circle, mm. and this is a 20%, you right. know what I mean, top yeah. 20%. Yeah. That top 20% is, is a night and day difference as soon as you go one percentile below. Yep. You know what I mean? I and it's like, it's all, got to get an education. You got to get an education. Yep. You've got to follow you know, these systems and these procedures mm. and, or, or you've got to find a great job opportunity, whatever it might be. Yeah. And, uh, and, and there's nothing wrong with that. And there's nothing wrong with that way of thinking. What is wrong is not to be open-minded. Mm. If there was an opportunity for you to get more out of less, because how can you make more and do it in less time? Because that should be everybody's goal right. is how can we make, cause time is the most valuable commodity that we all have. So how can I get more out of this time than that process or doing it that way? Like it can't, it doesn't have to all of us be doing the same exact thing. And so I think it starts with, with the culture and the society Mm -hmm. and, and people really just being humble enough to open their minds. And it's like, is this something that over time I could do to generate more results Mm -hmm. and more income in comparison to just being placed in a set wage or yeah. whatever it might be. Yeah. So it's all perspective. It starts with the mindset. Yeah. So do you think that like our generation, I feel we're kind of like in that generation that like, all right, we don't want to work that nine to five anymore, you know? Yeah. Kind of like everyone, I feel that everyone I'm around nowadays wants to be the entrepreneur. Yeah. They want to be their own boss, you know? But it also comes to the point where like, if we're all doing that, then it's like, how are we all making that revenue? How are we all making, generating that money, you know? Yeah. So my biggest question for you is like, what do you think about people that are wanting to start that business like today, for example? What's like your biggest advice for them? Yeah, well, one, make sure you have a product or a service that can be bought. Mm. Like, not only that can be bought, more so that that is desired. Mm. Like, is it desired or absolutely needed? Mm. Life insurance is absolutely needed. Absolutely. You know yeah. what I mean? So it's, you know, show me anybody that's gone through death and the financial expenses associated with that, regardless of how wealthy you are. Mm. Because tax is associated with death, yeah. so it doesn't matter. They're they're gonna they're gonna take a percentage of whatever that individual's equity or their net worth was. Death is inevitable, and the expenses with it are inevitable as well. Mm-hmm. And nobody saves for death, so it's an absolutely needed product. So, what is it that you offer, and how desirable is it? Mm-hmm. So, the ability for you to market and scale a company will directly correspond with the desirability. Yeah, how desirable is it? Yeah, I agree. That would be my advice. Is do like get into business, yeah. but let's make sure this shit is, des- and it doesn't have to be something complicated. Yeah. It's, you know, what makes your fitness company more desirable yeah. than lifetime? Yeah. Right. Cause Absolutely. lifetime is extremely desirable. Mm-hmm. You got a hot tub, you got a cold tub, yeah. you know, you've oh, got a luxury, right? You've got a luxury, luxury facility. Yeah. So what can you do as an early entrepreneur to be even more desirable? My immediate thought would be, well, I'll just have a more personable experience. Yeah. You know, it'll be more of a hands-on, we'll have more free shit, and it, that, that'll, be, that'll be how we will scale until we have the profitability to invest back into our, our business to have hot tubs and cold tubs yeah. and, you know, the, the state-of-the-art facility like, like Lifetime. Yeah, I agree, man. I agree. I know for the biggest part of me, I was thinking of is when I'm coming into any environment, like let's say I'm coming to life insurance, coming to fitness, how you said earlier, do I bring, what value do I bring? Yes. You know, if I don't bring any value to you, then obviously you're not going to sell that product, you know? Yep. And for a lot of people out there, I feel that they don't have that mindset yet of, oh, I have this value because they've never been told like how valuable they really are. Mm. So what I want to tell people is like, make sure that you surround yourself, like going back to so full circle here, that is like, you got to make sure that your first five people around you, your small circle, they all push each, each other, you know? Yeah. Everyone's pushing each other to become better. Yeah. Everyone's not like bringing you down. There's no negative comments there. It's all positivity, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's why I want people to know, like, you got to be positive with yourself first. Because if you're not positive with yourself, you're never going to know your value. You're never going to know your worth. Yeah. You know? Yeah, thousand percent agree. You going to watch UFC tonight? Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah? yeah. Who, who you got winning? <sighs> I can't say yet. Yeah? yeah I, I usually wait until, like, an hour before, dude. Yeah? Yeah. I'm, like, a, I'm like a late better. Yeah? I, like, bet super late now. Oh, I don't bet at all. You don't bet at all? No. Oh, man. Dude, you got to start betting. No. All, dude, all those trainers were, like... Betting fanatics. Yeah. 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 I get that vibe. Tommy's yeah. always asking me like <laughs> yeah. all these different sports questions. And I'm like, yeah. I have no idea, dude. I, it's, it's a rabbit hole though. Once you start, it, it goes yeah, down. It, it goes like, down. nah, I'm, I'm not going to bet on this. It's like, well, you know, you know, Marco, right? Which one's he? Piemonte. Marco. No, who's He's he? a member here at Lifetime. I probably do. Sometimes yeah. I'm not the best with names. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm pretty sure if you see him, you'll recognize him. 
but he's um he has a new a partnership with Better, the yeah. new Better app. Yeah. So he works for like Jake Paul and all of them. Yeah. And his new app just launched like last week. Does he work out early with with us? Uh, right on like nine o'clock. Oh, okay. Coming no, a little no, later no, than no, you. No, no, no. Yeah. So he's around the nine ten o'clock ish, and he just made a bet yesterday with um, Jake Paul, and he won two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Jesus Christ. Yeah. What's he drive? Uh, Rolls Royce. Rolls Royce. Oh, he's got the white Rolls Royce? Yes, him. Oh, tell yeah. him to get on the podcast. I've yeah, talked to him. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, tell absolutely. him because I always, I very rarely see him. Yeah. Because we, we work out at different yeah, times. Exactly. But let him know. Yeah, absolutely. I, I would love to get him on. He he owns a dealership. Yes. Yes. Piemonte dealerships, yep. Okay. Yeah, dude, I got to get him on. I love that Rolls Royce. Yeah. So my partner just got a Rolls Royce. Nice. Show it to you. Yeah. Stop, dude. So you what, got a white one? What would you say? You got a white one too? He has a black one. Nice. What was uh? What were your favorite video games? Oof. Which, what was the best Call of Duty? Uh, Modern Warfare Two, hands down. Hands There's fucking down. There's no other a- one. Aiden, did you play Call of Duty? Uh, I played like up to Black, uh, first Black Ops. Did, okay. Which one was your favorite? I just liked that first Black Ops game. That was actually that Black, was Black, o- Black Ops One was yeah, uh, yeah it Black was, Ops. Yeah. I liked Black Ops Two Zombies though. I li- oh I don't know Black Ops One Zombies is just ingrained in me. Yeah, well because I mean, it's it's just. Uh, it's an OG. Yes, you know what exactly. I mean. It, it it's the original shit. It is, what was yeah. your favorite map? Uh, Rust. Rust. Yeah. Now that's not a zombie map. Not a zombie map. No. What was your favorite zombie map? Favorite zombie map would be Kino. Kino. That Kino. was a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Because like that one, I would just run the train the whole time. Yeah. 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 Oh, see, I think I sucked with the uh, train. I like the one. Where was the one where you start out in the where the turbine spins? Again? Oh, Let's that's a Ascension. Ascension. Yeah. I liked Ascension. The I Ascension the glitch is iconic. Which one was the glitch? So you get on the little, um, the turbo tub thing yeah. that flies you up. You get on the edge of it, and it's on the outside um, station where it's at. You get on the edge, it launches you up in the air, and then you can jump off onto the roof, and then the zombies cannot touch you. You're stuck on the roof. You can just spray them down. You'd be there all day long. Wow. Yeah. That, sent, that, that was a glitch. was iconic. Jesus. Here's uh, Simon's Rolls Royce. He got the black one. Oh, he does look like Pitbull. Yeah, see, and yeah. that's uh, so that's his main headquarters out mm-hmm. there in uh, Pittsburgh. But uh, yeah, dude, I think Black Ops Two, Modern Warfare Two, I, nothing will ever. I haven't played anything really since yeah. the, since those. I can tell you, nothing's compared. Nothing. Nothing compared. What's is there? I would like to see more of like you know what I really liked was Red Dead Redemption. Oh, dude, Red Dead Redemption so good. Did they ever come out with the second one? Yes, did. How how was that one? It's really good. When did that come out? Twenty seventeen. Okay, okay, then I did play Red Dead Redemption 2. Yeah. I'd like to see a third one then. Yeah. Because I, I really like the Red Dead Redemptions. Yeah, they had a good, uh, I think I played like once or twice, mm-hmm. like online. Yeah. Even that was kind of fun. The online Red Dead is fun. Yeah, that was kind of fun. fun. Yeah, I'd always see like TikToks or back in the day, whatever, little little streams and the shit vines. like that. The Vines. Yeah. yeah, that shit was funny. So what was your, so what was your favorite game, Modern Warfare 2, or do you have a favorite game outside of that? Outside of Modern Warfare 2, it would be the Sly Cooper series. Sly Cooper series? Yeah. Was that uh, was that like back in the day, like back, on the PlayStation Two? PS Two, yeah. 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 Did you play Sly Cooper? Uh, I don't think so. No. PS Two. No. Do you have PS Two? No, I have Xbox Three Sixty. Okay. You went straight to Xbox Three Sixty. Yeah. Huh. What'd you do from What'd you do before PS Before Xbox Three Sixty? I just got a Three Sixty. Wow, that's, that's different. Were you an outside kid? No, I had like a DS Four. Ah, uh, uh-huh. you know what I okay. did have yeah. before my dad went to jail? I had a uh, Game Boy. Yes, dude. I had a Game, Game Boy, Boy and a PSP. Yes, PSP. Dude, PSP was slept on. But yeah, PSPs were slept yeah, on. I agree. Yeah, but so I had the Game Boy with the Incredible Hulk. Oh my uh, god! Or no, not the Incredible Hulk. The uh, the Incredibles. The Incredibles. Yeah. So that was that was a fun fun ass game. Yeah. I remember we got actually I think before I got an Xbox 360 I think we got a Wii when I like mm-hmm. when I was like 12 or 13 and then yeah. I got an Xbox 360. I remember like 13 or whoever had the Wii. I'm like you're bougie. Bougie. I was like, I was like holy shit, dude, yeah. we got a Wii. You yeah. know, and I like, grew up and I was like, what the fuck? This Wii is a $200. Yeah. You know what I mean? I and the Wii came with so many accessories. Shit. Had yeah. the, the wheel and everything yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah, dude, Wii bowling and all that. Yeah. Shit was nuts. So what was the funniest thing that's ever happened to you? We'll wrap up with the funniest. The funniest thing that ever happened to me, <laughs> it was in actually two years ago when I first dislocated my shoulder. Yeah. So my left shoulder. And it was on Labor Day weekend. First. First time. You've yeah. done it many times? It's happened two other times now. Dog, that is not good. Not Shoulder good. injuries are like they're not to be messed with. They're the worst. Messes your whole body up. It does. It does. So what happened? So I was swimming with my cousins. Stop. You dislocated your arm <laughs> swimming, bro? Stop. We yeah. gotta stop. Don't embarrass yeah. me. Cut the pocket. <laughs> <That's off. laughs> the fuck? Yeah, that, that, that happened. Yep. So what happened? So I'm just swimming, you know, regularly. And out of nowhere, my cousin just decides to come backwards. And I'm like coming 
this direction. He's coming over here. He's walking back, and there's a wave coming in, and he's, like, jumping up. He jumps up. He, like, lands on me. I go backwards, and all I hear is, like, a pop. Yeah. I come back. Sad. And I'm just like, oh, it's whatever. And I start walking out the water. My hand, like, down here. I'm like, what's going on? I'm like, yeah. What, why is this like this? And then I try moving it up. I'm like, I can't bring it up. And then my cousin's like, my cousin, my other cousin, she starts screaming. She's like, ah. I'm like, what's going on? She's like, your shoulder. I'm like, what about it? It feels good. And I look at it, and I'm just like, oh, it's not supposed to be like that. <laughs> yeah. And everyone in the beach around me is like, oh, my God, are you okay? Are you okay? And in my head, I'm just like, yeah, I'll just pop it back in, whatever. Like, I was trying to be cool, whatever. Yeah. The, Ten minutes later, I start crying like a baby. Yeah. I, the adrenaline all wore off. It was painful. Yeah. So painful. Yeah. Fuck. Did you get it back in? Yeah, I got it back in. Okay, I yeah. was like... I was like, holy shit, dude. Yeah, I just popped I, back in. All right. And so that's what you've been doing if it, if it falls out like yeah, two, so three times? Luckily, the chiropractors are there at Lifetime. Okay. So um, Dr. Shashank, when he was there at Lifetime, it popped off when I was playing basketball downstairs. Yeah. And luckily, he was there while we were playing. So I literally, I just grabbed my shirt. I bit my shirt. I'm like, all right, just pop it back in. And he just popped it back in for me. Yeah, fuck that, dude. Yeah. Yeah. So I try to stay away from anything like yeah. football, basketball, anything like that now. Yeah, yeah. I can't really use my arms for anything because any excessive force is going to just pop out. Yeah. Did you see that new Illinois stuff where you can like kidnap and... I did see that. Burglar. That's crazy. I feel like it really ain't going to affect... <sighs> I mean, I don't It's know. not going to affect Oak Brook. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like there's yeah. going to be areas that are already doing that yes. that'll just do I it agree. a little more. Yeah. Yep. I, I still... I'm a firm believer in... Most people don't want to hurt other people, yeah. and most people are are pretty good. But here's the thing, though. I feel like, well, especially here in Cicero, where I live, um, I am literally a block away from Chicago. So yeah. I, I walk down Roosevelt, I'm in Chicago, and it's a whole different neighborhood, like completely different. And I can see the switches when every day I drive over here to over there, the mindset, how people act is completely different. Yeah. Right? So I do feel like this whole new law thing is going to affect us a lot, especially like in the urban areas. Urban areas. And, and and is I don't want this to sound like too wild west, mm. but I think sometimes with like a bad kid, you have to let that bad kid kind of learn Absolutely. through their own mistakes. So like some of these areas that are that are just like excessive with crimes, mm. sometimes maybe this this might be a better approach yeah. of just like hey, do whatever you guys want to do, and you guys will figure it out. Because mm. if you don't learn. You'll extinguish yourselves, but if yeah. you do learn, you'll elevate yourselves, yeah. and you don't need babysat. You right. know what I mean? So it's yeah. like, and then, but it's like, yes, you know, some people, it's like, all right, uh, you know, hopefully there's not like purge buses that come. That's up. That's the biggest thing. That, that's <laughs> the meme I've been seeing. Like, oh, welcome to the purge. Yeah, you know? it's like purge buses come up to Oakbrook. Yeah, but uh, I think also with that, it's like, dude, I feel like there's probably good places in Sinaloa. There is, you know, it's 100%. like, it's like if you, you can find. Places just as dangerous as yep. Sinaloa and cartel yeah, areas. I agree. 10, 15 minutes around here. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're in a nice ass area. Yeah, so it's I like agree. you find trouble if you're looking for exactly. trouble. That's the biggest thing of all time. Like anytime I go to Mexico, for example, like right now where I live in Mexico, it's a shit show right now. Yeah. Like I went to Punta Cana. Oh, nice. Punta Cana's nice. That's like a horrible reference <laughs> to say. Like I went to Mexico. I, was like, I went to Punta, Punta Cana. Cana yeah. yeah. That's fine. No, yeah. And I went, my town, we're like two hours away from Guadalajara. So it's about a two-hour drive. In between that two-hour drive is literally like third-world country. Yes. And it is like you, people think about poverty, and they're like, oh, like I'm broke over here. Like, no, I you're not. Stop saying like, that. You're not broke. Yeah, like, no. You do not know what broke is. No. Honestly. I went to Lima, Peru when I was 16, mm -hmm. and I used to tell everybody, like, you know, like my parents went to jail, my mom got out, mm -hmm. we lived on welfare, and mm -hmm. we wouldn't have food some days. Yeah. And I would be like, we grew up in poverty. I went to Lima, Peru, mm -hmm. and it didn't process with me until years later. Yeah. But I can remember walking around and seeing what real poverty yep, is. Exactly. Because it was a missions trip. So mm -hmm. I didn't go to Lima, mm -hmm. Peru for Machu Picchu or, yeah. you know, stuff like that yeah, over yeah. there. We went into these the mountains yeah. where people lived. Yeah. And there's no, there's not like tree mountains. I'm talking about a dirt mountain, mm -hmm. not like a sand mountain. Yeah. Like dirt, damp, moist, like no sun, yeah. trash, and, and like just deteriorated, like just life yeah. and it's just death and it's gloomy but but these people are smiling they're happy they're happy yep. they're content and the whole family lives in a mud hut yep and uh, you know there's like one dish there's like one big pot everybody cooks out of and like eats from their hands yep. and you know i don't think there's like running water sources mm -hmm. like they you gotta go find yep. water and there's just dogs everywhere right. and they all look the same and yep. just bark and are kind of mean you yeah. know what i mean and yep. nuts and it's it's Poverty, yep. you know what I mean? It's like the homeless in America, yep. 
have a luxury they do. life compared to, and and that's just that's freedom mm-hmm. in a third world country. Yep. There are slaves out there mm-hmm. still. Yep. You know what I mean? Day, I yep. hear weird stories about some, there's slaves still in America. Yeah. You know what I mean? In some places. But I, like there's places that, that I've heard of through podcasts and just, you know, you just research it of like in, in some of these dictatorships, mm-hmm. North Korea, yeah. China, there's, there's literal like millions of people enslaved. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So it's like, I don't, I don't know what pop, like how can we even define or, or reference poverty in, in America when yeah. somebody literally does not have, like, any control over their life. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. they're enslaved right now. And it's literally. like, we don't have it that bad. No. That's why I tell everybody to get into sales. Literally. Everyone's like, man. <laughs> Going back to full circle. Yeah, it's like, yeah. dude, it, it's like, maybe that's a horrible reference. To, it's like, yeah, it's right. at least you won't be enslaved. You yeah. know, it's like, that's why <laughs> you should work here. Welcome. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, man, it's like, that's why I'm like, dude, I'll go all in on myself and build for mm-hmm. myself. Just because somebody overseas is is in poverty, mm-hmm. is going to die today, is just doesn't have a fraction of the opportunity that I have. So yeah. I, I've got to do my due diligence of exactly. being a good human being. Yeah. And like, I want to max out on my life and opportunity just in honor of, of those people yeah. that can't. Yeah. That's the biggest thing I tell myself every time too. I'm like, I'm lucky that I was born here. Right. Like, I'm so lucky. Like, if I was born in Mexico where I'm from, I would not be in the same position at all. Like, no. nowhere close to it. You know? And then you, I hear that horrible, horrible story where like, a trailer was trying to help uh, immigrants pass oh, yeah. over. And I know people have, yeah. you know, mixed feelings of like illegally coming. Yeah. It's like, I think we're all human beings. I think there should be good systems yes. in place for both. But if the roles were reversed, you know, in America mm-hmm. was Mexico and we had way more third world country mm-hmm. here and we needed to go over to Mexico, we wouldn't be saying, you know, what we say, exactly. like what some people say, like, don't let them over. Don't let those aliens over. It's right. like, it's not a, it's not an alien. Exactly. It's, it's a human being. It's a human. Yeah. You, you yeah. wouldn't be saying that if it was your son. Exactly. Exactly. You know, if, it was, if it was your son, yep. you wouldn't be saying that like, crazy Put yourself shit. in those shoes. Yes. Exactly. So, and I agree there should be systems and things, but like, let's just try to build systems around what if it was your son. Right. Is my thoughts on that. But I saw this horrible thing in the news that just recently happened where it was like 50, 60 people got left in a hot trailer and they all died. died yep. You know what I mean? It's, it's like, you know, it's, and, and they, I, I can't help but think, but they were, they, they were willing to die yes. to, to leave places. There's, there's, there's places out there. People were willing to die. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just to leave. And it's, and it's not that far. Like it's, it's not like we have to fly across the sea. It's right just down. a, yeah, it's right down there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's Literally. like, it's insane to me, you know, when sometimes it's like when, when I catch myself complaining or feeling bad for myself and I'm like, or other people and I'm like, dog, someone out there would rather die. Yep. You know what I mean? Than than live the life that they're living right now. And that ties into mental health too, Mm -hmm. of right here in America. You hear the stories of, you know, I hear once a day, you know, it's like someone jumps off the Trump tower or something like that. And it's like, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like somebody's in, in, in a prison up here. The only prison you can really be in is up here. Is right here. Yeah. This is the the master of poverty and imprisonment, and uh, it's a lot. You know, yeah. it's a lot. And going Ma- going back to third world countries and how everything was going, the most beautiful thing is that even if they have no food, if you visit them, they'll give you a whole platter. Yeah. No matter what. Oh my God! Yeah, Peru like was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Like even we were shacked up bunk beds, yeah. and you know they 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 fed us, and yeah. tra- treated us like kings. Colorful parrots everywhere. Oh yeah, it's a beautiful thing, right? Dope. And that's to me, I'm like, how can people be like so against like, like how you said people wanting to come to this country when they're so kind, when they're so nice? Yeah. Like all they want to do is be happy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I, I try. I, so even running a business, I understand you've got to run the world like a business, yeah. but there's a balance between, you know, with any, with any great leader, there's always a balance between contribution and companionship. Mm-hmm. You know, too much of one is too bad. You know what I mean? So it's like too much business focus then there's no relationship. With no relationship, there's no trust. Yep. Too much relationship focus, there's no business, there's no production, mm-hmm. and, and then ultimately no, people starve and die and, and there's just inadequacies. But there's got to be a balance. And it's Absolutely. not that hard to just say, are we getting work done? But I want to remind you I care about you. Mm-hmm. Are you okay? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like, I, don't, I, I think it's like we don't take it far enough when we try to defeat and defuse racism and systemic racism with, within our within our cities, within mm-hmm. our nation. And it's like, you know, why don't we take it a step further and, and just stop even defining it as racism and looking at it as like humanism? Like, why are we not treating people like yeah. humans? Right. You know what I mean? It's like, I don't care, black, white, Mexico, mm-hmm. Asia. It's like, you're a human being. Right. 
my political beliefs are as long as you're not hurting somebody, there you go. do what you want to do. Mm-hmm. You're like, as long as your your religion, your beliefs aren't hurting lives, yeah. do what you want to do. Yeah, you know I what agree, I mean? Man. So it's like, I feel like we overcomplicate, but I also don't apply my my business film and perspective mm-hmm. of like, let's break down the numbers. So I, I don't want to just give that generic answer of like, well, we should just do this and it'll yep. fix everything. But I, I do think I generally just share because people are always like, well, why aren't you like active politically or speak more about it? It's like, because it's my shit's real simple. I just yeah. feel like if you don't hurt nobody, do what you want to do. Exactly. You know, I don't care what what that, you want to call yourself yeah. or who you are, what you want to do. Yeah, and that doesn't sell, right? You know, that's no. the biggest part. That doesn't sell. Yeah, controversy sells. Yes, exactly. Crazy. Exactly. I got to head to my next appointment. Okay. Is there anything else you wanted to add? This was dope. Hour yeah, thank long. Thank you, man. This yeah, was great. Thank absolutely. you. I love this opportunity. I just want to yes. say thank you, man, for yes. everything and bringing me on board. You know. Yeah. And, for sure. Once I open up my first podcast, you'll be the first guest. Let's go. I'd you love know? to be. Yeah. I'd love to be. Zero Talk Podcast. Make sure you guys pre-subscribe. Yes, Coming sir. soon. Let's go. Absolutely. And shout out my man, Aiden Hill. Make sure you guys give him a follow on the IG. Peace out. Adios.